God bless you. This is Pastor David Argel. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We are so blessed and so honored that uh, you've given us the time uh, to speak into your lives. We've been in the middle of this pandemic and we've just been praying and fasting and just believing God. And through it all, God is faithful. We've had testimony. We've had miracles. Uh, we've seen and we have heard of the hand of God that is moving in the midst of these, of these last days. I want to speak to you a little bit about prayer today. Prayer is vital for us. It's, it's our breathing. It's, it's, it's essential for the believer to continue to pray and, and even beyond that fast. But I want to focus on prayer today. So uh, go with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, verse 17. Uh, it's just three words and they are powerful. Uh, God speaks uh, through the man of God, and this is what it says, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, it literally just simply says, pray without ceasing, don't stop praying, why, because prayer is essential, prayer is, our, is a two-way communication to our God, God is, will speak to us, God will uh, uh, give us a word, he'll in, in, uh, lead us and uh, entitle us of who we are and what we are, and and uh, the scripture says that Jesus, by point of reference, Jesus said, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. And we know in the life of Jesus that he was a man of prayer, praying throughout uh, all of his life. And uh, we saw that. And you can see that in the, in the Gospels that he prayed often and uh, fasted. But today we'll focus on prayer, on prayer. Does God hear all prayers. There are many that believe that uh, just because you pray and uh, you say a word and you pray that that there that God is going to hear it and he's going to answer it. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're going to answer the question, does God hear all prayers? And uh, I believe uh, he hears all prayers, but more importantly, does he answer all prayers? But let's focus on the question, does God hear all prayers? And, I, and like I said, he, he, he listens, he hears, he's all, he's all knowing, all seeing everywhere. He not only hears, but he sees the needs. Uh, the scripture talks about it. He says uh, in Matthew chapter six, that even before you ask him of anything, he already knows what you have need of. That's the God that we serve. But let's focus on what, what the word of God says today. Will uh, God hear all prayers? <clears throat> And I'm going to answer this before we get into the word of the Lord. Uh, the scripture says, and you'll find this at the end of this teaching, that God will not answer and he cannot hear all prayers. He cannot hear all prayers, not, not because he is uh, uh, immune or he cannot. It's just he chooses, chooses not to. Watch what the scripture says. Uh, let's, go, let's go to Psalm 66 verse 18. God will not hear or God cannot answer all prayers. What is it that stops God from hearing our prayers? What is it that, that, that hinders our prayers from getting to heaven? We know that we pray to God because we believe that he's a God that answers. He's a God that, that uh, is faithful to his word. And yet the scripture gives us some, some detail and some insight on some things that hinder our prayer life. I pray that you are 
seeking the Lord in these times of of uh, trial and tribulation. There are so many things that we are listening to, so many things that we are watching. And yet at the same time, I, I would advise you as a and as, as an advice that that we spend more time in his word, that we spend more time in prayer, that we dedicate our lives and put, spend more time in a in a fervent, uh, the Bible uses, a fervent or passionate prayer, persistent prayer. For we need prayer now more than ever. We need God. I said we need God. Hallelujah. Psalm 66 verse 18. Listen to what the scripture says. Because again, the the common man believes that God answers and he hears all prayers. And yet let's see what the word of God says. His word stands forever. The Bible says that he declared and the scriptures declare heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word shall never pass away. Let's be firm. If you're going to stand on anything, let's stand on his word. If we're going to be influenced by anything, let us be influenced by his word. If we're going to be moved by anything, let's not be moved by the media and, and what we see and what they tell us. Although all that is important, I'm not. Uh, we don't neglect that. But we are not uh, moved by what by, by media and what we see out there. For the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. What is faith? Faith is a uh, faith is substance. Faith is having something to hold on to. Romans tells us uh, that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So our faith is based on His word, and His word is the foundation. His word settles it. His word leads and shares and illuminates and and uh, leads and guides us, and we are forever to be standing on His word. So if you're going to stand on anything, stand on His word today. Stand on his word. Psalm 66, verse 18. The scripture says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. He says, if I, if I regard iniquity, if I hold sin in me, if I'm holding on to sin, if I am in a sinful nature, the Bible says the Lord will not hear me. The Lord will not hear me. There are things that are hindering Things that are stopping uh, the communication, the connection to God. My friend, I tell you that it is time to seek the Lord. It's time to serve the Lord. It's time to put away uh, all this, uh, the world and the, the things of the world. And we are to uh, believe in what God has called us to be. For he has begun a good work in us, the Bible says. And he will finish the work, but we have to submit to his will. We have to submit to his ways. Jesus said it like this, my sheep hear me and they know my voice they hear my voice and they know me see there are people that hear his voice but they don't recognize his voice and yet the bible says for i am the one the bible says that god says i am he who leads my sheep we need to be led and not and not moved by anything else but his word and his spirit in the name of jesus the bible says if i regard iniquity in my heart to regard means to hold on to if i hold on to sin if i if i am cling to sin if i'm clinging if i'm if i'm involved in it if my nature is sinful god says the lord will not hear me the word of god says the lord will not hear me proverbs chapter 28 proverbs chapter 28 the bible says this in verse 9 
Proverbs 28.9. And this is important. Uh, sin. Sin. Uh, there is no, You can't control sin. I've heard people like, I can handle these things. I can handle it's not going to consume me. That's a lie of the devil. It's not it might not consume you but it's going to dry you out. David said because I regarded sin in my life, my bones waxed uh, uh old and it, and bitter within me. It, it 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 broke me. Sin if you hold on to it. Sin is missing the mark, missing the mark that God has for you, not obeying his word, not seeking him, not pressing in and following the cares of this world and getting involved with the worldly things that are that that are outside of his purpose and his word. That's holding on to sin. And the psalmist said, if I hold sin in my heart, if I regard sin in me, God will not hear me. The Lord will not hear me. If I look upon sin with favor. Have you ever seen and uh, have you ever been in a situation where you know that there are things that they're doing? They're not right. Uh, people that are not right. They're not talking right, living right, doing right. And yet we associate with them. We flow with them and we're like, ah, it's not me. I'm not them. And how many of us have said it or we've heard it? Uh, it's okay. I'm not doing what they're doing. They're just good friends. You know, the Bible says that acquaintances who you are walking with affects your life. Who you connect with affects your life. I don't want to go get off course, but the Bible says that if I look upon sin with favor, God will not listen. The Lord will not hear me. Proverbs 28 verse 9. Watch what he says. He turneth away his ear, his ear from hearing the law. Even his prayers shall be an abomination. He who turns away from the word of God. The one who walks away from God. The one who knows that the word of God is true and still want to live their way. God says, even his prayer shall be abomination an abomination is something that is wrong it's it's uh chaotic it's not even it's it, it it's uh it angers god it's not even right with god and god says even your prayers an abomination because you don't even want to keep the word of the lord you turn away from the word of God. You you want to do your... How, how many times have we understood that we know right? The Bible says, Woe unto him that knows how to do right and doesn't do it, for it is counted as sin to him. But yet the Bible says, now we're reading in Proverbs 28, 9, the man that turns away from the truth, the Bible says, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Even his prayers. Even his prayers. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. And somebody says, well, God knows my heart and I'm not perfect. That's an excuse. We are not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. And his spirit is perfecting his purpose and his will and his agenda in our lives. Paul said that, that, that there's a there's a battle within me. The spirit of God in me is willing, but the flesh is weak. We have to lean to his spirit. We have to lean into obeying his word. He is faithful to lead you, to guide you, to strengthen you. The Bible says for every temptation, he gives you a way of escape. So it's an excuse for somebody to say, nobody's perfect. We're just human. Everybody's doing it. We ain't going to be perfect till we get to heaven. That is an excuse because the scripture says the spirit of God, I believe it's in first John, first John, he says, the spirit of God will lead me into all truth and show me. He'll show me. That's what the word of the Lord says, let's go there very quickly. Just, just to, just to confirm, there might be some of you that say, well, I don't know about that pastor. I, I don't, I don't know if that's, if that's what it, uh, it is, but listen to what it says. 
1 John chapter 2, verse 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you all things. It teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. It's the spirit of God that is in you. And that same anointing can teach you all things. That's found in 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. So for somebody who says, I'm not perfect, I'm just human, everybody fails, ain't nobody right, that's an excuse. The scripture says the Spirit of God will lead you in all truth and will show you what you need to do. It will, He will show you. Hallelujah. And the scripture says once again, Proverbs 28, verse 9, He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law. He that turns away from hearing the word of God. There are people that know that the word of God is true. There are, and I've come to find out people sometimes deny God because if they accept God that he is existing, then they have to accept that there's a truth and they have to accept that there's a way of living. And sometimes people don't want to accept that he is living and, and alive and is true because if that's, if we accept it, then that means we have to live a certain way and we have to give up some. And the scripture teaches us and I don't have time to, but you don't have to give up anything. All you have to do is submit your life and he will work things out in your life. Somebody says, I can't walk away from sin. No, you can't. You need God to work that out. I can't do the right thing. I try to talk right and I can't, brother. I can't, pastor. I'm always lying. I'm always cheating. I'm always cussing. I'm always getting upset. Well, it's because you need the spirit of God and the presence of God and the word of God to renew your mind and to, and to have the right spirit in you and to work things out in you. It's going to be him, not you. Because if you could have changed, you would have did it a long time ago. Oh, hallelujah. I'm preaching uh, to somebody uh, right now. We need the presence of the Lord and we need to pray. We need to seek the Lord. I'm talking about hindrances, things that hinder our prayers and do not allow our prayers to get to our God. He is able to answer. He wants to answer. The Bible says he, he, he will submit to God and he will give you the desires of your heart. See, everybody wants him to give you the desires of your heart, but not a lot want to submit your ways, submit your life and submit uh, your purpose and your and your calling to him. It's not my will, but his will be done. Jesus, our savior, showed us this in the Garden of Gethsemane. The first Adam in the first garden lost and gave up his will and he disobeyed by eating of the fruit of the of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil he was eating and he lost the blessing because he disobeyed the second adam which is jesus in the garden of gethsemane he says nevertheless god if there's any way let this cup pass for me but nevertheless not my will but thy will be done in me god jesus begins to show us and, and, and gives us the example of how we need to live and what, and what our attitude should be when it comes to these things. And then what's the comparison? The first Adam lost the battle because of eating the tree of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Or the second Adam, Jesus had the victory, had power, had wisdom because he was fasting. Matthew chapter four. He fasted. 
He would fast. And the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord, after he got baptized, and the Spirit, and being full of the Spirit of God, it led him into the wilderness. Note that. He was full of the Spirit of God. Why? Because he was fasting and seeking God and, and, and obeying his word. The first Adam did disobeyed and ate of the things of the forbidden fruit. The second Adam fasted and gave up of his body, and he was hungry for the Spirit of God. And the Spirit, he filled him, and it began to lead him. Could it be that God cannot lead us because we have yet to be filled with him? Hallelujah. We need God. We need God's filling. We need a filling of the Holy Ghost. We need a filling of his presence and his and his spirit. And the Bible says that even in, 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 in Matthew, he says that he was led in the wilderness. And then verse 14, he says he came down in the power of the spirit. He fasted for 40 days. He gave up the food. He gave. He was. He gave up the, the desires and the flesh. He was killing the flesh, praying and fasting. And then in verse fourteen, the Bible says he came back down from fasting in the spirit and in the power of the spirit of God. Yet then we read in verse eighteen, and then he gets up. He goes into the synagogue. He finds the book of Isaiah. He opens the the book of Isaiah, and he says, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me." Watch that. He was fasting and praying and he got full of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit led him. And yet in verse 14, he comes down with the power of the Spirit to do the work. And then he finds himself in the temple and he declares, now the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to do, to do the works of God. Can God hear you? Yes, he can. Does he answer? Yes, he does. But when we look upon sin with favor, he can't hear our prayers. When we turn away from the truth, according to Proverbs 28, 9. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. And let's read verse uh, uh, tw uh, chapter 21 of Proverbs, verse 13. Chapter 21 of Proverbs, verse 13. The Bible says, Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. When we neglect those that are in need, God says, when you're in need, I will not answer you. Just like you do not answer those that are, that are in need, God says, I will not answer you. Let's read it again. Proverbs 21. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself. Uh, hopefully we're crying to the Lord, but shall not be heard. Why? Because the Bible gives a law with the same measure that you meet, it shall be met unto you. He says, whatever seed you're sowing, whatever seed you sow in words, in deeds, in life, in motives, God says you will reap what you sow. Hallelujah. Let me finish uh, with this. Let's go to 1 John 3.22. Let me finish uh, with a high note because I need to encourage somebody today. Somebody says, okay, pastor, I'm learning that, that there are things that are hindering me. Okay, so what do I do? What do I do so that God can hear me? Let's just focus on this one for now because I do have another series and we will talk about uh, what is it? Who will God answer? Who will God bring or who will God hear and who will God bring the answer to? I we, we will teach on that on the next podcast. But listen to this. 
1 John chapter 3, verse 22. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. I'm here to let you know that God is able to answer, he's able to hear, he's able to, to do the work. Right now, in so much need, we need to spend our time in prayer and fasting. We need to, to spend our time in prayer and fasting. We opened up with a declaration of a word and God basically just tells us three simple words, but that is a commandment that we, that we, that we dare not pull away from. Pray without ceasing. And the scripture says this once again, and then we're going to pray. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. My God, I, I don't know about you, but I want to get to that place where whatsoever I ask of him, we, we, we will receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Beloved, friend, pastor, family member, co-worker, husband, wife, young man, young woman, child of God, I pray that God give us a spirit of prayer, a hunger to pray, and seek Him like never before. I'm giving you some keys on why is it that God will not answer our prayers. There are people that have prayed and nothing has ever happened and they blame God. And it's not God. God is faithful. It's not that God doesn't answer. Can we begin to evaluate ourselves and find out, God, is it something that is in me that is hindering you from working in my life? I just gave you the last scripture in 1 John 3, 22. If I keep your commandments, I have the right as a believer, as a man of God, to seek him, to pray to him, and he will answer. I pray for your family. I pray for your household. Pray for your needs, and I'm believing God that his word is faithful in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for the listener. Thank you, God, for allowing us the opportunity to speak into the lives of those that are listening. Father, I pray for every husband, every wife, every child, every uh, son, every daughter. Father God, every household, every church member, every pastor, every minister. Father God, that you would not, not only, Father God, cover us, but Father, we pray this prayer. Father God, draw us and we will come near. That you would give us a spirit, a hunger to pray, to seek, and to obey your word like never before. For you're a faithful God. And we believe what your word says, that the glory of God, it says in Isaiah, that even though gross darkness shall be around thee, but upon thee shall be seen the glory of the Lord. And he, and he declares and he gives us a commandment in verse 1, Arise and shine, for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I pray for you. I believe God for you. And I'm expecting and declaring. And I prophesy the word. The best of God is upon us even now. That even though there's worse things happening all around us. But I believe upon the, 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 the child of God. Upon the believer shall be seen the glory of God. And he will have the last word. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. I thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. 
Please let somebody else know about this podcast. We're going to be coming together. We went through our things too. We got sick. We had, we went through the all this stuff that was happening, but yet we have the victory. Never stop believing. Never stop praying. Never stop seeking the Lord. He is faithful. I said he is faithful to answer in the name of Jesus. We love you. We bless you. And we thank you for giving us this time to speak the living word of our living God that has the power to save, to heal, to deliver, to set free, to make a way. Father God, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for it. Amen. God bless.